up? What up? What up, man? Yo, this is gonna get dangerous, bro. <laughs> this is the first time in the history of the pod. I, I know it's not, but where we can make the drink on the fly here. Uh, it's a, it ain't the first time, but this is pretty simple. It's it's pretty simple, and yeah, yeah. If you like, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, I got a little ahead of myself. <laughs> I saw the ice thing. I got excited. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Carpet Footman Podcast. Uh, we was off last week, but you know how it is. He's Juan, and I'm Sean, and every week, or most weeks, <laughs> <laughs> we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things, making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with a drink of the day. Oof. I, I don't even know. What are we calling this? Is, I, I don't know. We got to pick a name for it. We, we do have to pick a name for it. But this stuff is delicious, man. Uh, we got uh, 21 Seeds. It is a cucumber jalapeno blanco tequila. Um, we threw that. We we stopped measuring. We, just, <laughs> <laughs> we started with a shot and a half, and now we're just pouring. So let's go shot and a half. Then you top the rest of it off with ginger beer, squeeze a lime into it, and that's it. Yeah. Straight to the point. That's why we're making it here at the table. We don't have to. You, you don't even have to stir this thing. It's still, it's still fire, man. Yeah, if you do really use good. your finger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's minimal tools, minimal for the people to give a shit about making the fancy drinks. It don't get much simpler than this, and it is awesome. Yeah, and and, so I, and I love it, man, because it has the it has the the aroma. So when you, before you take the drink, you smell the cucumber, like that that that's infused in a tequila. And then when you drink it, like the ginger beer coupled with the jalapeno infused also in the tequila gives it that spice. Yes. And then with the lime, man, that man. This it's is like a, spicy, refreshing. Yeah. It's a, I don't even know how to. And that doesn't sound like it go together. But no, that's no. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, man. Yeah, man. So, so definitely try it out. Um, ginger beer. I think we, we're using. Uh, what are we using here? Uh, Barrett's. Um, ginger beer, but it doesn't matter. Good. Um, any any ginger beer will do. But this twenty one seeds one, and they have another. They have another like a, a citrus infused um, tequila as well that I haven't tried. Mm-hmm. But I saw this one, and I you know we always enjoy the the kind of spicy stuff. Yeah. So this one hits if you like if you like spicy stuff. Um, definitely try this out. This one's really good. I'm wondering how this will go with that. You know that that jalapeno. Now I'm thinking about that jalapeno liqueur we got or that pepper liqueur we got. Oh yeah, the one that we made the other drink. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, throw yeah, in yeah. a little, or unless it's too much, it might be too much. I wonder. But this stuff is good, man. I never heard of, uh, of this one, man. It, no, man, I wasn't have to add that to the. Yeah, I was in the store and I was just looking. I was looking around and I was like, you know, of, of course I passed by the bourbons. They didn't have, they didn't have my uh, my Buffalo Trace. So. um I went on the the tequila aisle and I and I just saw this one and I was like, oh man, it's a jalapeno with cucumber. Yeah, we're gonna try that out. It's funny because I've been I've been getting into the tequilas more and more lately too. Like bourbon is my go to. Yep. But then now I've been trying to experiment a little with the tequilas and the mezcals and all that stuff, man. And um, I think I have definitely a different appreciation because you know when you're younger, it's like patron, 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 and then once you start dabbling in tequila, you're like. Patron's not really that good. It's not really that good. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's fine, but it's it's not like... It's like Grey Goose. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. Once you dabble in vodka, you're like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there that's like really, really... I mean, vodka... And bourbon's that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I guess I just didn't have that appreciation for it before. But yeah, with tequila, man, I'm finding now... Like, the one we did for our 100th, man, that Casa Dragones was... Oh, my God. So good. And I had one recently that was great, too. I got to remember the names to bring it up, but that was... 
really, really good at a low price point, and it was like a fantastic tequila. And the, and the guy told me basically, like, no, this is as good quality as like some other bottle that was there that I knew was good. Oh, really? And I tried to order that, and he goes like, no, 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 like let me save you half the money, and I put you on this one, and it was good, man. It was, it was, he was right. <laughs> he was like, he was right. So, um. Hey man, tequila is a slab. This, this, yeah, this is going on the rotation, man. Because it's so simple too, man. I like that you just throw it together and just, oh yeah, we're just having it up here, man. Making it on the fly. Yeah, and I know you guys. Sometimes we be getting a little too fancy. Mm-hmm. So um, th- this is a good, you know, finger stirring drink. Yeah, make it real quick. You know what I find myself doing is I, obviously I have a, a like a, a lot of like books and stuff with cocktails, yeah. but I find myself at every restaurant that I go to taking pictures of the cocktail menu. Mm-hmm. And then trying things like, you know, I have my go-to, like it was usually like an old-fashioned, but I find myself now trying like, all right, what can't I have somewhere else or what sounds different or what's like the house thing here or what, and then taking pictures and trying to do the recipes more and more. So it's so fun, man, with the drink thing now. It's like, you don't realize how much, like it's literally an endless supply of liqueurs and like, and doing this is one of the things I realized, like you bring bottles all the time where I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like the type of liqueur or whatever, I'm like, never even heard of it. And it's cool to like... You know those names that you see on a menu. I'm like, I can't even pronounce that. And you yep. know, there'll be like some almond liqueur or whatever. And you're like, wouldn't have thought of that. Like, yeah, no, dude. Uh, this, a couple of days ago, man, I had a, a bottle of like, uh, I think it was just a bottle of Chardonnay, right? Which I'm not, a, not a, a white wine fan. Yeah, neither am I. Um, someone gave it to me, um, just unopened, been in, been in the fridge for a while. So I'm just like, you know what? Let me crack it. Um, I looked up a recipe and it was like mix uh, Chambord with it. Shit was good. It was good. Yeah. So it's just just, just sandboard with the with the glass of wine. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't measure. I just kind of like put in. I put to, like to taste. Like you know, I just just kind of kept adding the sandboard like to taste so to, and yeah. until I liked it with a chardonnay. It was, yep. And it was good. That's interesting, man. Yeah, because I just recently like I'm not a big white wine person either. Yep. And I've recently had some white wines where I'm like, oh, those are actually good. And I took pictures of the labels because I was so surprised. Ah, okay. I was like, I never like white wine. So I took pictures of the labels. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to add that. So like, there's like two or three white wines that I've had somewhere that I know I got pictures somewhere on my phone where I'm like, okay, I can do that. I can yep. do that. Like, there were actually these. But yeah, I, it's normally not my go to. I'm going to have to try that with the shampoo. Ooh. <laughs> sound, sound good already? <laughs> Fuck it. Open it up. Let's Open go. It up. I got something That's next somewhere. Week. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, we ain't done wine in a while. We might have yeah, to. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, man. Let me hit you with my compliment of the week. It's go. going out to NASA. Uh, for those of you who live in Florida, you may know this. And those of you who are into the whole space thing may know this as well. NASA launched an unmanned flight uh, yesterday. No, what is, no, no, what's today? Is today Wednesday? It's Wednesday. It was today. It was today, this morning, at like, at like 1 a.m., like 1.38 a.m. or something like that. But uh, it was the flight was uh, Artemis. Which is actually uh, a name of a the Greek goddess I was say, of why does like that sound childbirth. Familiar? Oh, that's random. Yeah, um, is it because you're, I guess, uh, giving birth to a new, to I guess, a, era yeah, of space flight or something? Uh, it's kind of cool. That's what I'm thinking. I didn't, yeah. I didn't read that anywhere, but I don't know. Um, but this thing, dude, this thing was 322 feet tall, nine million pounds of thrust, um, coming from 730 thousand gallons of liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen that's the, the fuel oh really 730,000 gallons of fuel crazy bro so this thing was um this is kind of like 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 the first step to 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 getting to mars essentially right because they're 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 gonna fly it it's an unmanned flight they're gonna fly it essentially around the moon 
and back. And I, I don't know if it orbits the moon more than once, but it's going around the moon using the moon's gravity to kind of catapult it back oh, to like Earth. Slingshot it back. Oh. Yeah. So it's going to be traveling 1.3 million miles in 25 days. Yeah. So it's crazy. Um, there's going to be. Uh, it's it's going to come within 60 miles of the moon's surface. And it's outfitted with 16 cameras to get like every angle of everything. Of everything. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. So, that's so cool, man. Yeah. So so really, really cool, man. One of the things, so, so you, as you know, if anybody lives in Florida or anybody even near, near here, you know that we've had uh, Hurricane Ian and then we had uh, Hurricane Nicole just, just kind of um, batter us uh, last week. Um, so those were two big delays. Another delay was that the fuel tanks had leaks. And they had these they had these guys, they call them the Red Crew. And they go in there and they fix the leaks. Well, this thing was already filled up with fuel. And they sent these guys and they fixed the leaks. And the guys were like, Man, like we were like we we were, we, were, we were both hyped and it was kind of nerve wracking because we know like any kind of false move, like like it's boom. It's dead. Yeah, that we're all dead. Uh, typically once the, once they fill that shit up with fuel, everybody goes away. Yeah, and I've heard that if you scrap a flight, you dump you the dump fuel. You dump the fuel. Like, you can't. You yeah. have to refill it, right? So I've heard, like, scrapping flights is, like, millions of dollars yep. in fuel because they literally they can't reuse it. It's something to do with the temperature. You yeah. have to keep it at or whatever. But I'm like, not sure what the... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's something like that. Um, I don't know what that is. I, Holy shit. And I, I used to work out there, right? I should Imagine I should working in those... And that, like, we all think our job is high stress, high <laughs> pressure. Imagine that scenario. Dude, not only that, but, like, if I don't seal it properly. Right. I mean, there's no humans on it. But it's still you're talking about like a billion dollar project just yeah. down the. Oh. oh, it's set. No, this this thing was like I, th- I want to say this thing was a, a cup a few billion. Yeesh. Um, I, I don't have that. I don't have that, that notes in front of me. Yeah, no, no, you're you that would absolutely make sense, bro. <laughs> it's be like yeah. three, four billion dollars or something like that. Oh, but man. I think this is supposed to be like the first, you know, kind of like the it's, it's the unmanned flight, so it's kind of the test. Um, but the but the ultimate goal is to put men back on the moon. And then essentially make the moon kind of like the the landing spot before you go to Mars. Ah, uh, so like the halfway point, you could park it there. It's and not ha- launch. It's, it's well, not halfway, not, but, but yeah, yeah, like, like a pit stop on the way. It's the rest mm-hmm. stop on the way to. Uh, okay, it's funny. What, there's the movie, the one with Brad Pitt. That don't they do that on? They get to the moon, and then the moon they have like oh, a space station, I think so, man. and then there, and then they like live there and stuff, and then or like like there's a station there that people live on. What movie is that? And then they launch it. I it's, saw it. I, it's behind you, I think. Uh, at Astra? That's it. At Astra. That's it. Okay. Ad Astra, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was cool because they have like that halfway point and then they launched to, I think it's to Mars or something. No, it's it's further. Not halfway. It's, it's like some. Yeah, I want to say it's like one of the moons of. It's either one of Saturn's moons. Sun. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Jupiter's because moons they were looking for like his dad who went like missing, right? And some like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah he kind of went. What ended up happening, he went rogue. He went rogue, right? And just kept going. Yeah, where he was just like, fuck it. Like, we, it's, it's about the mission. Yeah. And then just yeah yeah it's a yeah. cool it's a cool movie I think it was anticlimactic like the ending but it the was. movie itself is like the that stuff is cool where you're like oh shit like it feels real like right. it feels like oh that's exactly how this is gonna play out like as far as like the space travel part where you're yeah. like oh I can see us getting you know maybe like towards the end of our lifetime where that is a very common like yep there's a station there and we park there and then we go like you know it'd be like the Star Trek shit where it used to be so like outlandish where you're like yeah I would never and now I'm like 
No, that shit's probably possible. Like at this point in time, like living on a giant spaceship and yeah, it bro. just floats in perpetuity or whatever in space. Like I'm like, nah, we'd probably do that. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. And it's funny, man, just thinking about space in general and, and, and how big at least the observable universe is. Like like to, to think about how much we haven't explored. Like if the universe was the size of Earth, right? And we lived in a house, right? And the house was the the house was essentially like the earth. You haven't even explored your backyard. This is insane. And 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 you essentially have this whole place to to you know to to explore. So it's it's super exciting that they're that, that they're going out there. Um, obviously, this is just just a first step to uh, to to more uh, space exploration. So kudos to those guys. Kudos to NASA and everybody. I don't know if they did this with was this part of. I don't know if this is part of. Um, you know, um, SpaceX yeah, SpaceX. Yeah, I'm not sure. That I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. That dude, I, you say you want to talk about you know making an impact. This is like an impact for like mankind and you know beyond Earth. Like there's a galactic impact on like what the future of space travel. Because yep. I think inevitably the next move is like we're gonna inhabit another planet. Ah, that shit sounds bananas, but like, I, yeah, I think we're gonna eventually inhabit other planets or moons or whatever. Like, yeah. And this is sort of, like you said, it's like the step in that direction. It's going to be wild. You know what's funny, man? You just said something, and um, it reminded me. Uh, um, I, I used to do this bit. Uh, I still bring it up. It's about stupid sayings, like phrases that people use. Yeah. It's hilarious. One of the things we use on this pod, I think you said it, was the thing about the birds in the bush or whatever. It's like oh, one of the sayings yeah, that uh, I brought up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two birds in a two bush birds, or some yeah. shit or whatever. Oh, bird in hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've used that You're like, saying. like, why the like, fuck you got a joke? <laughs> Yeah. So I turned that into a bit, but one of the other sayings in there that it's always been stupid to me is the whole, like, I love you to the moon and back. Oh, yeah. And the premise of the joke is like, bitch, that's six days. Like, this is a short-lived ass. <laughs> like, cause to get to the moon, I think it's like three days or three and a half days or whatever it is. Like, if you were sh- you were traveling on a rocket, you know, whatever, to the moon and back, yeah. it's short. So when people say that shit, I'm like, that's not a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so when you said this fucker's going to orbit the whole moon and come back, and you said 25, I'm thinking, you gonna say 25 months no then man said 25, 25 days, days i'm like bro. it just proves my point yeah <laughs> that's the dumbest saying ever <laughs> you know what we have one of those love you to the moon and back little fucking signs at home yeah, that's a one I'm night gonna, stand i'm gonna throw it away <laughs> <laughs> give me that shit bro i'm gonna burn it tomorrow I'm like according to the signage this is relationship is expired <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Yeah, several years. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, it was a. It's yeah, it only supposed to go a week. <laughs> oh man, what oh, you got, shit, man, dude? I got like a, a sort of a carbon footprint of something that's. I, I guess by the time you guys listen to this, it wouldn't have happened yet, but just something to keep an eye out. And I think it's uh, the World Cup in Qatar. And the World Cup is obviously that's coming up really soon. Right? Monday it starts. Oh, Monday. It's Monday. Okay, Monday the twenty first. I think is game at least game one for USA. I think that's what I'm going by. Like okay. this, so. Um, but I think obviously the World Cup is always historic, you know, just in general. Like uh, you know, it's a global game, whatever. But I think more than anything, I'm fascinated by Qatar having it, and or Qatar, or whatever you want to call it. Like depending on who Qatar. you are. I I, think, I, I, yeah, I, I think know, it, I, some people I'm call wrong. it Qatar, some people call it Qatar. I, I don't know, whatever the thing with the Q. So it's like they um, 
it's a fascinating place to hold this global game and have like the entire eyes, the entire world in this place that's like so different, I think, from the rest of where the rest of the world is trying to move right now. Like culturally? Yeah, like okay. culturally, um, I think uh, as far as acceptance of, of, of civil liberties and, you know, maybe women, women, you know, the alphabet <laughs> people, the just everything, right? Like it's just not, it, it, it's an interesting part of the world. It's, it's also part of the world that I... I think the part that I find fascinating is like there's always all these rumors. These guys um, basically bribed their way into getting the World Cup, right? Because it's really silly that you would hold the World Cup in this country. But it's just, you know one of the reasons we're having it in the winter, first time ever, is because it's too fucking hot to have a World Cup there. So it just didn't make sense, right? So there's all this stuff where it's like, okay, these, there's clearly something going on there. I'm not educated enough on it to know like whether or not that's true. It's probably <laughs> like I'm, I tend to lean towards there's some money change hands, but of course. Uh, I think the part that fascinates me is like you're talking about this part of the world right now that's trying to prove it's um I don't want to say that it belongs, but it's certainly I think trying to westernize itself in the sense of it wants western uh business it wants western um i think what I call conveniences, but maybe they don't want western they don't want to practice western customs or they don't want to be accepting like the western world and so like i i you know like right now. And one of the things is that I find really interesting is that like if you're a company, if you're an individual, if you're anybody in business, you sort of have to pay attention because all of the money in the world right now comes from here and it comes from Asia. And so you can't sort of neglect these guys, but they're also go against everything, I think, that the Western world sort of represents right. at the moment, right? Like the U.S., we're all about, you know, like you said, like progress for women and progress for the, the gay community, progress for, you know, the, I, I guess I'll just say LGBTQ, the alpha, you know, like right. just all of it. Any, yeah, anything, everybody. Everybody, just human rights in general, right? And so, and now you're talking about countries that hold so much wealth. I don't think we truly know what these people are worth, but... If I had to venture to guess, it's in the trillions because you look at every major project in the world right now, the funding either is from China or it's from the Middle East. And so I think keeping an eye on this World Cup right now is going to be really fascinating to see like, okay, now you're projecting, you're showing the world what it is because you're going to have journalists there talking shit, right? Like what kind of rules? Oh, they're not, right? And you're, and what happens when you get a journalist uh, true, that man. you know that talks a lot of shit and then now they're they're having a studio in the middle of Qatar and they're doing halftime shows or doing post game or they're doing pregame or they're doing what like how does that change? Does it? Like and then are they punished for it? What happens to like tourists? Like if you're visiting there to watch a, a World Cup's a global event, you know, it only happens every X amount of years. You could say, eh, skip this one. But this one might be the one that's accessible to certain people that they go, fucking, I'm going to risk it and go. What happens with the gay couple that goes there, the trans couple that goes there, the lesbian couple that goes there? The, like, Oh, that's true, bro. What happens to the women that go there? Maybe on a girl's trip. Oh, you probably avoid it. You wouldn't go on a girl's trip. What happens to the guy going with his wife? What like? And I've heard women that, that have gone to, uh, not necessarily there. Like Dubai. But like Dubai. Or like Saudi the, Arabia. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, they, where they go, yo, it's clear that I was a second-class citizen there. Yes, very much so. Not that they got treated bad, but, you know, like, essentially, like, an an example would be a a woman would be in line for something, and a guy would just cut right in front of her. Yeah. Just like, no, like, you you stay back. Like, I'm I'm going ahead of you. Dude, I've seen women here who will, you know, like, on a a business trip, for example, that will come with guys, Mm -hmm. and they'll say they're eating and they'll take off uh their, their hijab uh, i'm gonna get that wrong i think it's hijab right like they'll take that off to the, eat what, or have the, lunch the covering the, the covering okay and and uh, i've known a situation where they have the covering off 
And then if you walk into a room, they're suddenly like scrambling and they turn away from you so you don't see them and they're putting it back on and they're doing this stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and because you know, to them, you're not supposed to see them. You're not, you know, like, and I, and I, you know, culturally, whatever, I respect yeah, them, like yeah, what yeah. they do. But it's, uh, I've even seen men, like, if I open the door and I hold it and they go through, like, they almost give me dirty looks, like you're holding it for the woman behind us. Like, it's really bizarre, man. So, there's, and, I, and I'm not here to say, like, right or wrong. I just think it's fascinating that, like, the entire eyes of the global, like, yeah, it's, it's a global economy state. and go, you know, just like culturally, like everything. We're all looking at this. So I'm just fascinated. I think just tune in. Like, even if you don't like soccer, I'm like, there's going to be some interesting shit that comes out of this. There's going to be some arrests that are going to be political, that are going to be, you know, human rights things. There's going to, like, or not, right? Like, and so right, to, right, to change not. the perspective of that. Like, because if they're, they're investing, like, you know, you've seen the the golf league, the yep. secondary golf league competing with the PGA. You've seen them invest in, uh, the, like, themed attractions. You've seen them invest in sports teams. You've seen them, like, so they're clearly, they're like, no, 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 look, we're, we're cool, too. We're westernized. And they have so much money, man, like, so much money. Like, they're almost the only people who can afford to do certain things right now. So it's like... Do you turn away? Like I think this is this is the like balance between trying to be like a so a socially conscious company is like you have to take those dollars, right? For some, do you do that knowing that they don't stand for the same things you stand? And right. what's that balance of like you can't you you have to like sort of like get halfway off that high horse because you know that you have to do business with these countries that sort right. of go against the grain, especially here in America, in terms of what we find acceptable, right? So, yeah, man, I just, I, this this time is, like, if you don't have an interest in the World Cup, the World Cup's awesome sporting event. It's fantastic. It's on my bucket list of things to go to. Um, but I think this adds another layer of just, like, man, I want to know what happens. Like, what's the controversy? What's the thing that I, is this, you know, like, uh, I, I hate to use this as an example, but this is, you know, like the Munich Olympics where something crazy happens in Munich. I don't know if you remember, like in the no, 70s with the whole like hostage situation. Oh, and all that stuff. yes, like, yes, yes. Not that something like that's going to happen, but I mean, like, this has the potential to be like some crazy historical thing, either good or bad. Hey, this changed our perspective of this part of the world and it launched right. them into like sort of like being accepted maybe in the Western world or does something wild happen here and we're like, why the fuck would you, which is what we're saying now, like, why would you host it here? Right. So either way, man, I'm like, I'm glued. I'm like, I can't wait till this thing starts. Dude, man. money, money over everything, bro. Yeah. And you know I know what I mean? Like, I think like, that's like, a lesson learned comes, here. Yeah. yeah. When, when, when it comes to, when it comes to business, man, money over everything, unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, you know, they're not going to cut ties with them unless something crazy happens, right? If, some, if something really uh, sort of drastic occurs there, then you go, okay, that's the last time we're doing it over there. Yeah. But you got to give them a shot. You have to do, do You think about, we're also very selective on what we choose to be outraged about, right? So, And then, and then by time. Yes. Right? Like yeah. yesterday's rage is not today's. No, and not at all, right? So like these guys, again, because you sort of need them because they spend a lot of money, they do a lot of cool stuff, they're willing to invest in the, these projects and maybe wouldn't get off the ground. But like you said, it's like, at what cost? So, you know, like you've seen a lot of people get canceled recently for like certain comments. Dude, I would argue, you know, we use electronics every day. You use an iPhone. We use this stuff that if you dug deep into that, you know, we, we have to get off sort of our little high horse there of our moral, you know, like. Yeah. None of us are moral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Sasha, sorry. Very few of us. Are very few. We're selectively moral, or, right. you know, when, when it fits sort of our narrative or when it fits our lifestyle. But we turn, we're really quick to turn a blind eye when it benefits us, like really quick. 
and and I think this is one of those situations where we are like anything that has to do with the Middle East or anything to do with China. Like I think as a society, as a government, as everything, we're like, yeah, but there's a lot of money over there, so we're gonna go ahead and look this way. Like <laughs> so, and, and listen. I'm not here to say whether it's right or wrong or that I would pick one way or the other. I'm just saying, like, it's just fascinating to me, like, just yep. to watch. So so how's the, how's the U.S. team? Are they any they, good? This is the first time I think that there's, like, I wouldn't say that there's hope that they're going to win it or, or a thing. But I think this is the first time when people feel like it's going to be competitive, like, oh, in a long good. time. Yeah, yeah. I think um, this is the first time that they're like, oh, they could make a run to make it interesting. Not necessarily they're going to win the tournament, but they're like, oh, man. Especially because you're seeing sort of the... I think this, you know, one of the big things about this, man, I'm glad you brought that up, is that this is the last Messi, Ronaldo. Yeah. This is the last well, of that even, era. Even Ronaldo? Yeah, Ronaldo's I mean, late me- 30s, man. Messi's about to retire, right? Yes. Okay. But then, well, Messi's about to retire from from uh, international play. Okay. And then I think he leaves, you know, Paris, Saint-Germain, whatever. But um, I, if I had to take a guess, Messi's playing in MLS next year. But... Um, like um, as Miami or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you go to Miami, LA. They yeah. give you ownership in an MLS team that's sort of up. I think Ronaldo ends up here at some point too. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's next year because he's having beef with his team right now. So, oh, okay. but Ronaldo's late thirties, man. So Is that right, dude. Ronaldo's like thirty six, like thirty seven. Yeah, he's just in shape. Wow. You know, yeah, soccer he's players. Are, he's in great shape and he's big. And soccer players are generally really small dudes. Yep. Ronaldo's like six five or something stupid. Like whatever he is, he's over six foot. He's like a big guy. He looks like an athlete. Where like most soccer players are really small right. guys. And so, um, but he's on the downside. So he ends up in MLS too because that's we always get the like sort of stars yeah, on their right. way out. Um, but this is both of their last sort of runs in that era. You know, they have an era with some really good like like Bale. I don't know if this is his last one. This uh, actually I don't even know is he even in. I think he is. I think USA plays that team in the first. But there's um yeah, there's this era that goes out with the Messi Ronaldo that's not just them. They're obviously the two biggest stars, but this is the last shot for a lot of these guys. And it's it reminds me of the NBA. You know, the NBA right now is like you're seeing the Curry's gonna start fading out here soon. LeBron's fading out. Um, you know, D- Durant's probably still at the top thing there, but he'll start fading out. And then you're seeing this new era of NBA guys, and it's making the league interesting because you're going, "Shit, I don't know where it's coming man, from." I yeah. love it. it's awesome. So yeah, I think this is this is that moment for like soccer. I think is this is the last the changing like, of the guard. Yes, exactly. This is the last one where you're going to see these guys and either a new up and coming, you know, like country with a new superstar is going to win this, right. or someone one of these legends is going to end up finally getting their World Cup because I don't think either one of them has one. So. You know, you never know. So uh, it, it'll be yeah, the whole thing about it, man. I'm so like glued. I can't, like, I can't wait. I can't wait for it nah, to that's start. Dope. Yeah. That's dope. Let me tell you who won't be uh, welcome over there. <laughs> Did you hear about this kid, uh, Brian Gwen? I'm, I'm probably butchering that last name. Okay. Um, he, be- he oh, sorry. She became uh, Miss America's <laughs> first transgender winner but it, sorry it's a it's a pageant that is sponsored by miss, miss america so a small you know how they do like the small ones then it goes to the state then it goes to like miss america it's like a tournament it's like the like, like, like a march madness for beauty pageants yeah <laughs> okay so this one was in new hampshire um the greater dairy uh, you know it's hilarious i was just gonna say so this is miss pepper jack cheese or whatever you said greater dairy <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so this, this, and so I, I guess it's, it's so it is is officially she is nineteen years old, and 
I, I gotta show you a picture, bro, because this person is like, it's overweight, like it's not good looking, like it's it's just not what you would typically not the type of woman that you would typically win a pageant. Okay, right, and so I'm looking at this and I'm going. I, I kind of feel bad for the for like the other contestants, although they, they they all took a picture together and they all seem really happy. Then I seen the other contestants, and yeah, she should have won. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> they all look like Miss Dairy for real. <laughs> Let me the, see if I can pull up a picture. You gotta pull it up, man. So not even good looking, because some of them you go, oh shit, you I, you would have tricked me. Like I've seen some now where I'm this, like, you mean this the transgender? Yes. So that's what you know what, and that, that's what I'm saying. So like, like I wouldn't be mad if they were good looking. You're like, well, fucking hey, do your thing. Then do your thing. Yeah. No, this one is not, bro. This is like a, it's like it's in like an overweight dude. Oh, man, bro. And then what's the rule? Do you have to be a quote unquote biological woman to enter no, these? Or no, no, do you, you don't, man. Can you be a man and enter these? Because it is miss. It is Miss, but she's trans. This is transgender. Transgender. Like you can't be but, married in these either, right? But Brian. It's Brian. I don't know if they changed it. I don't they know if they changed the name to Brienne or something. Or not. Oh, ooh, I didn't think about that. Brienne. Is there an E at the end? No, no. <laughs> Shit. But the, the 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 judgment is supposed to be on their achievements in scholastic, okay, aptitude, talent, character, community service. And poise. Okay. So I guess you don't have to be a good-looking woman. I mean. To uh, to, to win this. I mean, it is a beauty pageant, right? I guess beauty's in you the eye think. of the beholder. <laughs> so they say. Can we just acknowledge, though, like, there's a time to be shallow, right? Like, for a beauty pageant, I think that's appropriate. Okay, look at this, though. Let me let me see Brian. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, but let me see. Look the at rest. the other right. Hold on, I gotta see the rest. <laughs> I gotta see the rest. Nah, there's not really that much competition there. No, but, no, no, there's not. But he is clearly the most unattractive. Okay, person there. Yeah, by a long right? shot. Because I would say, I mean, the one next to him doesn't look like she's old enough to be in this. But the one on the far right, and I would say on the far left, should have got it over him. Actually, the everybody, Dude, everybody, other than, yeah, yeah everybody. you're right, everybody. It ain't, it ain't a good group though. Like. There isn't anybody in there that if you saw them in the mall, you'd be like, oh, you must be running in pageants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so so winning this allows her to go to the state. To run for Miss New Hampshire or whatever. Miss New Hampshire. Yeah. That's wild. We got to see and that. Then if, and then, and then, and then if, if she wins that, then she goes to Miss America. Yo, she's ugly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yes, not, 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 not an attractive Not at person. all, bro. And like, I don't even know what what word to use right now, man. And it just got me thinking, man. Like, dude, like you know, y- you want to be if if you were born a male and you want to be female, like, do you? Boo-boo. Yeah, like, like, I don't. Give I don't. Yeah, I, do I, I, don't I don't really care. Like, I don't care what you want us to call you, right? Like, if you say identify as a thing, I'm like, cool, fine. I'll you know whatever. I'll call you her or she. Like, I really don't care. But I don't really don't care either. I don't have to think you're good looking. <laughs> I, I don't still think I don't that's a let, matter of opinion. I don't let you win pageant, <laughs> bro. She built like a gogurt. She, <laughs> like, she did like a man. linebacker, bro. Yeah, bro. That's like, like yeah, you're like, being this generous. Is like a, 
Yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. would get it. Like, that is, that's pretty wild, man. I'd be pissed if I was another girl in the beauty pageant. Like, listen, again, there's been some Yeah, they, some look, trends. they look happy, but I'm sure, I'm sure there's a few of them that are really pissed yeah. off. Unless this dude is just like, Uber nice. Yeah, the nicest right? person in the like world. The, oh, this this sorry. Oh, this, they're so happy girl. for him. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta I gotta stop doing that, man. Like but, this his name is Brian though. So he hasn't changed it. I think that's part of the story. I think I just saw a thing there that says like he's still calling himself Brian. Yeah, being named by being named Miss Greater Derry twenty twenty three, Brian Gwen became the first transgender person to win the title under the Miss America organization. I'm more is it the first Asian also? What's oh I don't I don't know. Wouldn't that be fucked up? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I mean... First Asian man. <laughs> also, can what what is the definition of a transgender? Like if I just say I'm transgender, is that like I guess we're gonna have to come. Oh, that's good. Of... I don't know, man. Because if I just go, hey, I'm a woman now, like I identify as a woman, does that make me transgender? Right. I don't know. Because no, I, I don't I don't I don't think so, right? Because this is where it gets shaky, that, bro. Isn't transgender when you are actually like changing your sex parts? I don't know. I'm ignorant. Oh, That's what fuck. I'm saying. I don't know I'm either, not sure. bro. Because like, dude, this would be a really good way to get into the Guinness Book of World Records. As I just start trying to do shit and then just say, no, but I'm a transgender. I want to be the first transgender, you know. No, no. Like, you know what? Remember the, the swimmer? Yeah. Remember he was taking like hormone shots. Yeah. And so in order to compete in the women's sports, you had to, he had to be taking, uh, the hormone shots for a certain amount of time. Let's say like a year. Okay. And then he was able to compete. But do you have that in beauty pageants? Like if I wanted to enter a beauty pageant and be like, oh, I want to be the first person in a beauty pageant to bench 250. <laughs> <laughs> like, like does that, I want to be the first transgender in a beauty pageant to, to do a dance routine. Bro, I'm waiting for, the, <laughs> I'm waiting for like the first transgender WNBA player. Oh, that's going to be great. I, I'm going to tune in. <laughs> it's, it's, at some it's point, inevitable. It's gonna happen. It's inevitable, bro. You're gonna. Yeah, it's inevitable. And, and then, then I want to see like, because then you go if if you're a woman or I mean I would think I, I think I would feel this way if I was a woman. Then I would be going okay. Now you're taking our spot. Yeah, like you're you're a dude. Yeah, you've been fighting this whole time for equality, right? And now you got a dude who's like basically like. Who has a biological advantage over you and gets it? And like, again, and then do you do the? They have to be on hormone therapy for a certain amount of years, but but in, they, I don't think it matters. They're, they're still right. There's still a, a physiological advantage right. that you're never getting rid of. That's there. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, that's and, and gonna then, be. And I, I think eventually somebody comes along and goes like, okay, they just need a, a league of their own. Yeah, and then it becomes a well. Then I, but I'm not a woman anymore. Now I'm just a transgender. Right. And it, you know what I mean? Like, there's like, it just gets like super. I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to see, man. What a time. Maybe, maybe by then another, another meteor will hit What a time. And reset everything. And just reset it all. Bro, is it gay if you suck a lady dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go, <laughs> was she, was she born a lady? <laughs> I guess, is that the determining factor? Did she add, did she have it added or was it natural? No, you 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 would think it has to be natural, right? Because that means you were born a man and you transgendered into a woman. And you know you've seen some of them now. Don't they get it and cut they off? Do good. Some, I'm but some of them I, keep I, the I dick. I don't know, man. I'm I'm fucked up. And then some of them are super pretty, bro. That'd be like my worst nightmare. Imagine you meet someone and they're like super pretty, and you're into them, and then you find out like they used to have an Adam's apple and they still have the dick. 
<laughs> They've been hiding it for six been months. Hiding it for six. <laughs> you wait until marriage. <laughs> I think that, bro, this is like, getting so tricky now. I feel like that should be a prerequisite, like to dating apps. Be like, I'm gonna need to inspect the genitals. <laughs> like, let me see them first. <laughs> are these original parts? Are they OEM? <laughs> These aftermarket components. I need to know. <laughs> Be like, damn, I really liked her. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the alphabet soup people coming for us, bro. This game. Yeah, <laughs> Good thing we only got like ten listeners. Listen, live your life, man. I, I, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm for anybody doing what they think, man. But yeah, it is. It is. It does call into question like a lot of it's gonna be a lot of fascinating scenarios i think is what it's gonna be man um yeah and i just think that i think that at some point it's gonna get it's gonna get to a place that where the majority will start to go okay you can't do that yeah this is clearly one of those like you know how people let someone win because they feel sorry for them or whatever like this is one of those scenarios not feel sorry but it's like a it's charity Right, right. Like, well, oh, well, let them just... win because you know whatever, blah blah right. blah blah blah. Um, what is there not a man beauty competition? I mean, I got there has to be, right? Is there not a yeah, man? Yeah, but he's not a man. Fuck. So I'm saying, so you'd have to do almost like their own, and that's what I'm saying. So like, with, and that's why I use WNBA Miss Miss T, Miss what... T pageant, <laughs> Miss T New Hampshire. But that's why I brought up the WNBA. Yeah. Because if you go, if you start to get guys that are transgender, listen, guys, guys play above the rim from high school. Oh on. yeah, dude. Yeah. Right. So like, you get a, a a a an adult male that's been playing basketball and then decides to become you know transgender. Yeah, every WNBA team is gonna want this person. Yeah. And then it, then it just becomes unfair. I can't wait. It's, it's going to happen, bro. Oh, no, it's inevitable. But I'm just saying, so like when that, so when something like that happens, then is now then the, the sort of the masses of women going like, okay, like this is where we draw the line. We've been fighting for this shit forever. Yeah. We, we, we have a league. They have really talented players, but they're not, but they can't compete with men. No, they can't. Dude, honestly, Sorry, they can't they can compete with me and you. Right, 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 right. They can't compete with, with professional, you know, athletes. That, that have been playing basketball for as long or longer than they have. I'm sorry, bro. Depending on the sport, I'm going to say they can't compete with you and I. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> no. Curling. <laughs> Dude, honestly, play devil's advocate. Let's put it on the other side. Like, what if a female okay. got into gymnastics on the men's side? And it wasn't like the rings where it requires like the upper body strength to hold yourself up. Like you go balance beam or like something that's more like flexibility, agility. Do the guys that kind do of balance stuff. beam? I don't. I don't think, think so. so. Man, that's a nutcracker. Is there one? Yeah, that is a nutcracker. But I'm there's pretty... some like I know they do rings. I know they do uneven bars for men. They have yeah. to do something. Do no, they floor do floor routine. Oh no, they uh, they they do this shit where they where they with, with their hands. Oh. Oh, that's right. And they right? Do thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that, is that, is that on so. the horse? Yeah, it's on the horse. Thing. It's on the horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't they, know what that's they, called. But they don't do the 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 fucking splits no, and no, no. The, yeah. But, but there's definitely like there's an advantage to being a woman to being in some of those um, gymnastics events because of the flexibility and all that stuff that men just don't have. Like, so I wonder, and and 
honestly the size advantage right you're small it's easier to get around some of these things like that stuff and listen some of those gymnasts like are their physique is insane so like i wonder if there's when do you have it going the other way like what will we have because inevitably there's going to be something that a woman has an advantage of over men and that's when it'll piss us off and we'll change the rules because it'll be like nah fuck that she had an advantage (laughs) (laughs) ah that's funny it's good (laughs) bro let me hit you up on this shit man i read this article and it was talked about the most regretted college major (laughs) this is gonna be great let me pull this up. This is going to be so good. Drum roll, please. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Most regretted college majors. Let me guess. You got, a, you got any guess for number one? The anything artsy. <laughs> Journalism. <laughs> Does that count? Bro, 87% regret getting Journalism. a degree in journalism. Is that? Does it say why? Because I, um, I have a theory, but I don't know. Let me take us down no, a different rabbit hole. I have a chart. Okay. So I know. I don't know why. Why, why do you think? I think because if you get into journalism, you want to like give the news. You want to like you want to yeah, research wanna on be, facts. You want to have one informative, like, right? And the news isn't that anymore. Unless you do your own blog, your own Twitter, your own YouTube channel, your own like the news right now. Journalism is very one sided and skewed to like push an agenda. And so oh, it's, it's okay. affirmation. So I wonder if you have good intentions. You know, it's kind of like being a politician. You have good intentions. And then when you get in, you realize, oh, there's it's a machine. I'm not going to get a chance to do what I thought, which was like shed light on stories, whatever. Oh, that's are. good. That's good. Now, I was thinking that, you know, people want to get into it because they want to be the reporter. They want to be reporting the news. They want to be on TV. And those jobs are finite. Mm. Yeah, too. Yeah, just, no, that makes not sense. Not a right? lot there's of people on TV, right? Like maybe you're the person writing up. Maybe journalism is more, more, more of the jobs is maybe writing articles for magazines or newspapers that then go to editors and and and, and really like the editor will rip your piece apart and then only put what they want out there. That's true because we don't even read magazines the way we used to. You remember like there's so many magazines that were super popular. Like yep. we all used to subscribe to something. Yep. And then, you know, whether it was a Vogue or an FHM or a video game or a movie or whatever, like people subscribe to some type of magazine, right? Like and I don't know if that's a thing anymore. I know there's they're digital now, their websites now and their mm-hmm. blogs and their whatever, but like yeah, that's a good point, man. Like where do you showcase some of that stuff or is it better to you you're essentially like a your own you're a, you're a, you're your own employee, and then the opportunities in that are very limited because now you have to like be your own marketer. You have to be your you, right. know, you have to be everything then for yourself. So, yeah, shit, that's an interesting one. Okay, yeah, and then, number and then, one, that's number one. That's number one. Wow, sociology, number two. I could see that. Number three, liberal liberal arts or general studies. And I, I, at that point, I was like, I yeah, have a no degree shit. in that. That's Do you really? Mine. That's one of mine. Yeah. I have a degree in liberal arts, uh, general studies, but I got it. Is that for? Yeah, is that your AA? My AA is. Oh, that's AA. your AA. Yeah, yeah. But I got it at the time because I knew it was useless, but it was the easy one to get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, communications. Isn't that the one that all the athletes get? Oh, I don't know. I think every athlete is like communications or journalism. <laughs> every every athlete on like, like, like uh, at a school in college, you ask them what yeah. their major is, it's always communications. Dude, followed by, and I was actually surprised about this one. Okay. Education. Hmm. 
people regret getting degrees in education. I see in that education. But I can see that now. Do you think it's because of the low pay? Yeah, I think it's low pay. I think it's uh, no upside, right? Like if you're in education, your ceiling is determined for you very, very early on. Like you go into it knowing, hey, I'm capped at X. Right. And no matter how hard I work, no matter what degrees I get, no matter how skilled I become, in education, my ceiling has been predetermined. And I have the same ceiling that somebody who's shitty at their job has. Mm. So, like in no other profession, like you and I have like a finite, like an infinite potential, right? Of income, of positions, of everything, right? Like in our fields, because there isn't like a cap, there isn't a, a, a ceiling. Yeah. There is. I mean, know. I wouldn't say infinite, but but but, but yeah, 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 but yeah like right, but, you know right. what I mean. Like it's it's like you. Yeah, it, it is not. You don't go into it going like, hey, you can only make up to a hundred k. Correct, and then and then even if like you said, it, it it's not. It is finite, but the range is like you could make forty k, or you could make a hundred million, depending on what level of that thing you hit, right, and right. where you end up. In education, you're never gonna have that, right? You're never gonna have the opportunity for like, unless you start an education company based on yes. like software or any of that stuff. Like you're, but, then, but, but, then, but then in that in that space, you're you're an entrepreneur. You're Correct. not. You're now not you're really. A, a, you're not really educated. Right now. now you're in business and you're whatever. Which is I, well, I wasn't expecting to see my 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 bachelor's one there because I have a ba- a business degree. Uh, I think that's just the default that everyone gets. Yeah, and that is not on the list. No, I wouldn't expect it to be because it's like the most like well rounded of the like it works for anything. Yeah, like so I looked at it. It's like oh, I just just like it's a throwaway one because it just fits like anything. Yep. Like, yeah. So followed by the last the the bottom five are. Marketing management and research, medical clinical assisting, okay, um, political science and government, biology, and then last so to round out the top ten, um, English language and literature. Wow, that's interesting. Biology is normally what doctors get, right? Like they get is it really degrees? I thought you normally go like the biology route, and then you go to yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. It's what funny. That. I started off as a political science major. That was my first major in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that? I actually found it really interesting, and I wanted to go to law school. This is why yep. I did it, and I did have like aspirations to get into politics. Um, I liked the classes. I think it was the. I changed my mind, not necessarily on political science. I changed my mind on wanting to do law. And that drove oh, my okay. decision to change that. Yeah, like it wasn't the political science part that I was turned off, even though politics did eventually sort of turn me off. Um, what turned me off first was the law degree. Like I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to do this. And and um, and I th- it was just meeting like either people in law school or people who had graduated from law school and, and they were all like just stressed out and they really? hated their lives at the time. And they were just like. And I remember the payoff not being great for some of them because I think people think lawyer and it's like, oh, you must make all this crazy money and yada, yada. And what they don't tell you is like, now lawyers eat shit like everybody else does. And you and having your own practice is hella stressful, you know, and some of them do really well with their own practice, but it is stressful. And then if you go the working for somebody else, then you don't really make good, good money until you're like a partner and listen good money is subjective right. it wasn't good money to me given the level of stress that you'd have to go through it was like oh, i could do that with a business degree why would how would i subject myself to that like kind of thing and they all just look sad but like depressed like when i tell you every lawyer i met at the time or person who was in law school they like hated their life i was like yeah i'm not Ooh, i haven't that, met that one sucks, happy man, one of really. you guys yeah like i was like 
none of you guys seem like happy with your decision. <laughs> like it was just, yeah, it just turned me off from it, man. I was like, mm. and the people that I did meet that were like happy or at least appeared to be were really old and were like partners at practices and were like uh, all that okay. kind of stuff. And I was so they like, had, yeah. they, had, they had achieved that level of, of yes. success. Yeah. 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 And I went, yeah, I'm not willing to eat the type of shit that it looks like that you're eating for 20 years. Like, you know, yeah, just not, not with the trade off being what it was. It was right. like, you know, six years of school, you know, whatever, like three more, four more, whatever after your, your bachelor's. And then it was like all the testing, all that stuff, you know, it's hard to get barred, you know, all that stuff. I was like, yeah, it doesn't seem worth it to me. At the yeah, at that time, so I was like, yeah, yep. So that's it, man. That's that's the top. That's funny, man. So that's it. The marketing one makes sense too, but it's interesting because I would think that marketing now in this, I wonder if that's driven by this age of everybody is a marketer now, right? Like any kid with a phone is a marketer now. Mm. Any like is that is that driven by opportunity? Is that driven like is that low ranking driven by the the lack of opportunity? I guess would be a better way to word it or. Um, yeah, I don't deal earnings with that many like, people. What, what, with... what was the criteria that drove this? Was it was there oh, anything in there? Was it like earnings potential versus like job opportunity potential versus like... It just basically said percentage of graduates who would pick a different major if they could. Huh. Okay. You know, um, it's funny, man. It's sort of sticking with like professions, uh, I guess, what people would... I guess one that's always sort of controversial is like... Uh, um, like serving, like serving tables and like tipped positions. Yep. I ate at a restaurant recently in New York, uh, in Brooklyn. And the restaurant, it's funny, man. I, it's, it was an Italian restaurant. And I remember opening the menu and my sister and I immediately went, wow, this is a little more expensive than like your average. And it wasn't, I guess we didn't expect that from the type of place it was. Like it was a nice place, but it was like, we just weren't expecting a price point. And then we noticed that at the top of the menu, it said, hey, our prices include, um, our prices include gratuity because we pay our servers a reasonable wage, like something like that. Like it includes reasonable wage for our servers. No need to tip something like that. Like there's oh, no tipping because we pay our servers like a, whatever it was. Right. And of course, initially I read it and I'm like, yeah, but they're still going to give you the receipt with things. With You're going to feel yeah. obligated. And yeah. you, right. Um, so anyway, man, had the meal. Fantastic meal. Fantastic service. They gave us the receipt. It didn't have the tip line. It was oh, just shit. it was just I gave them my card. They gave me the line to sign. That's it. They didn't like thing. And it was like adamant, like, no, no, we it's included. Like these guys make enough money to live. Um and it like and I know that's something that's always like in the conversation about like the tipping and the servers and like do you just raise the wages for these employees? And I went from that experience, man, I found myself going, I didn't give a shit about paying twenty-five dollars versus twenty dollars for this noki because it was first of all it was, it was good the service is good and i knew that they were paying i think knowing that they paid their employees that much i was like oh okay i'm good i'm sold like it, so i what started off as a like that's shit. interesting man so this is in new york yeah this is in new york and so and i like what started off as i'm like i'm like oh shit it's a little pricey and then when it said the gratuity i'm like oh okay that seems reasonable like it's a 20 25 difference versus yeah. everything else and then i was just kind of like by the end of it i was like fuck i'd sign up for that anywhere I think the pressure of the of the not having to think of the tip or not like I'm a over tipper like I think just because I hate the like stigma and especially if I know I'm going back like I just I just I think I'm just um I don't know if it's insecurity or whatever but I, I just the idea of having to go back to a place and not being like I just yeah, yeah and I don't like messing with people to handle my food yeah so dude t- typically for me man if if it's if I have even decent service 
I'm doing 20%. Yeah, that's my floor, bro. Yeah. Yeah, 20 is my floor. Like, yeah, like, I'm like, I never go under that. Like, I know people that will go under that. Like, no, they were horrible. I'm giving them 10. And I'm like, 20 is my floor. And then I go up from there if it was, like, great. But I find myself going, I I know these guys are paying these guys well. And so I didn't care about spending more on the meal because it's like, oh, I probably would have given them more anyway. But then just removing the, man, that was phenomenal service. Like, I made, do I give them 25, 30? from the equation i go man i was and and when i tell you the service was great it was awesome we were sitting outside it wasn't exactly convenient the people like it was great service and the food was awesome and i went man i wish everybody just did this like i would i would not mind now i think it would it would it would i guess it would change a little if your server started to get trashy and right so you got to pay your servers enough to 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 bring in the kind of talent right that that would give the kind of service yeah, the people who want to stay there and work because right. they know they're going to either have a steady flow of customers and you're paying them whatever yeah because i don't know what you what do you pay a server an hour at a place like that to go oh they make enough to where you don't have to because you know server gets one good table and even if it takes two hours but they you know if you get a thousand dollar bill and uh and you had to serve them for two hours maybe three it's a pretty good hourly rate dude i wonder if they pay them based on their table like dish or t- oh maybe like average check and then per table so you go hey our average table is two hundred dollars right we're gonna give you thirty dollars a table or twenty dollars whatever it is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah whatever yeah, it is whatever. yeah yeah you come up with a number like huh where you go yo i'm gonna pay you i don't know between 20 and 25 yeah because what do you do during slow time of uh, of every table you serve so during slow time not because i guess during slow time they're guaranteed their hourly rate anyway yeah, man, that's that's interesting, man. I should. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I would wonder: it, is it? And New York is funny, man. It, there, there's it, a lot of different like laws and shit yep. with with uh, employment. Um, so I don't know. Like I mean, there it, it is. It is hourly. So yeah, I'd be really interested to see how they did that. Fucking, and we're not big enough yet. So I'm just. Gonna, if you're in Brooklyn, if you're in New York, go eat at Flora. <laughs> it's called Flora. It was is it in phenomenal. Brooklyn. Yeah, it's in Park Slope in Brooklyn. It is. It was awesome awesome like the food was fantastic and um yeah like i said it was like gratuity included and uh, yeah i just like i could get used to this concept i like this like yep. you know because you go to other countries and they're thrown off by us tipping all the time and it's funny man i find myself still tipping in those scenarios and i've been in scenarios where people have given me money back and i'm like no 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 it's for you and they're almost offended they're like no really? like you yeah like are you know now you go to like there's so many places now, bro, where you buy like a cup of coffee and they turn the fucking screen thing and it's like oh at a tip God, and you're just yeah. like, I feel I'd obligated. Like, nah, to. I'd be like, nope. See, I feel obligated and nah, I'm also like, that. why? Because you press the button thing? Like, I'm like, yeah, I nope. don't know. Like, it used to be like, eh, I'll do it. Like when it was like far and few in between. But now I'm like, everybody's doing it. And then I see the jars where it's like, tip us. I'm like, but you're a fucking cashier. Like, why am I tipping you? Yeah. Like, I think it, it's just, I don't know. It's it just... That whole like the tipping culture thing has gotten like really it's out, gotten of hand out of right control. Now. Yeah, yeah. Because every every like you have to tip fucking yeah, everybody. Yeah, right. I was gonna say everything is not a, a tippable um job in in my opinion. No. No, you know, like back in the day, right, it was be like the servers would make three dollars an hour or two two eighty five an hour. And those are the people, that's why you tip them because they don't make any friggin' money. Mm mm. Um but no, for like the you go to a place that, that's paying even if it's minimum wage. They're still getting they're still getting their full salary that 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 they agreed to, and yeah, like if you're making pizzas in the back, 
Yeah, why of, a, of a Papa John's. Like, I'm not sipping. Dude, and I, I went, it's funny, I just thought about this when we were talking, like, I, I, I went to, like, a, a different barber recently because I didn't, yep. like, mine is pretty far, and so I try to go to him, like, once a month, but I wanted, like, a touch-up in between, and I went to a barber, and he, he had, I used a card, and normally I would always bring cash for, like, barbers, but I didn't have, so no, I did a card, but when he had me sign the thing, it didn't have the tip thing. It was just like, nope, this is the price, and it is what it is, yeah. and he was slightly higher than normal, but still cheaper than what I would have paid had I tipped them with the normal price of blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I went, huh, fuck, I'd rather do that. Like, I'm like, I just tell me what you want. Like, just don't. Right, right, right. Just, yeah, just, name, name, just your price, name your price and then I'll decide whether I want to pay it or not. Because, <laughs> I just thought about this too. I've had coffee recently somewhere here in Orlando. and It's yeah. a local place. And their motto is that you tell them what you want to pay for the cup of coffee. Really? Yes, bro. You can give them a dollar. You can give them 50 cents. They suggest $6, right? Like for, okay. I think I bought like an iced latte or whatever it was. Like, And their suggestion is like $6, but I didn't have to give them that. Like it was, wow. yeah, they're good. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't like, I'm like, yo, tell me what you think you're worth. Like, and I'll give you that. Yeah. Or I can because, decide. Because, yo, sometimes, man, sometimes you'll get, and we'll use coffee as an example. If you go to a place and if coffee is phenomenal, Right, and it's I don't know, it's five bucks. You go, yo, I'm willing to pay the five dollars because the coffee is is amazing. But that same amazing cup of coffee, if you give me that option of what I want to pay for it, fuck, I'm probably gonna overpay, which is probably which is the model that they want, right? They want you to overpay. Right, exactly. So I'm like, I I'm always uncomfortable in those scenarios. I'm even uncomfortable when like I've had people do services like at my house and they'll be like i don't know man like what do you think and i'm like no man like yeah, yeah. you're the one do tell me what you think you're worth and i can decide whether or not i think you're worth that right but i'm like you tell me what i, I don't because I, a i don't want to insult you or i don't and i certainly don't want to overpay you right so i'm like just tell me what you think you're worth and then i can make the educated decision whether or not i'm like okay i feel comfortable with that or whatever yep. like I, yeah it's weird but I yeah I found myself it's funny man I I uh it, we were having the meal and I remember I grabbed my phone and I took the note for the pod oh yeah and I told my sister I'm like I gotta talk about this on the pod because it's just like I'm like it changed my perspective on like the I wish everybody just did this like I'm yep I didn't realize how much it bothered me the whole the tipping thing and the, I'm gonna just build it into the price if I don't know about it it like it's less stress like, like <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how we doing on time. You were almost at an hour. Really? Yeah, we're like 58 minutes. All right, right man. I want to just get into uh, sports this week. Yeah, let's do it. Dude, uh, Tom Brady, the GOAT, yeah. passes 100,000 yards passing, which is crazy. That's so that, that that is the most. Bro, it's over 56 miles. <laughs> Dude, I, holy shit. That's also... You think about the the whole five thousand yards in a season was like an impossible feat. Oh yeah, like somebody. Did. But that's happening a lot now. But yeah, but that means he's averaging that for twenty years. Oh yeah, it, like when you you said a hundred thousand, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Insane, dude. Because you're. I think Drew Brees is the only person to throw for five in a season, right? Or, or was I want to James say... Winston did it again, and then like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think um, I think Drew Brees, Dan Marino is... might have done it, right? I think it's Drew Brees, Dan Marino. I think James Winston is in there for like almost five thousand. Like that's a hard Dude, number. Drew Brees is the closest behind them with eighty five thousand. That's insane. That means he averaged, and he never. And I don't think he's ever hit five thousand in a season. But I think he's played for like twenty two or twenty three, and so it he's helps. Forty five now. Yeah, so he's played for twenty two, twenty three seasons now, maybe something like that. Something like that. So it helps his average out because I don't think he's ever thrown for five. Maybe the Randy Moss year, maybe. But 
No, I don't think he's yeah, five. I don't, I, don't I don't know, but that, you're averaging almost. But that's that even shit. more. It's that's even more nuts. impressive. Yeah, yeah. The minute you said a hundred thousand, I'm like, what the fuck? Like that's that's crazy. I didn't know he hit that. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, so did he hit that this, this past weekend this in past Germany? Weekend. Okay, cool. So a few things happened, man. So that one was one of them. Um, what was the other one here? Uh, Derrick Henry from the Titans, whoop, your whoop. boy. Let's go. He passed um, Eddie George in yards. Another legend. Titan. Yep. Justin Fields from my Bears. Your boy. Um, he broke Michael Vick's um, regular season record. He rushed for 178 yards in the game. Oh, is that really? That's more, So no one's hit 200 as a quarterback? As a quarterback, no. Oh, shit. I thought Vick did. So the all-time record actually belongs to Colin Kaepernick. Oh. In the playoff game against Green Bay, he ran for 181 yards. So he was three yards shy. I remember shy. that game when he lit them the fuck yeah. up. I, oh, wow. That's the Super Bowl year. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think, damn, Colin. Yeah, so he was. He, so uh, Fields was only three yards shy of, of holding the all-time record, period. Period. So he, he holds the regular season record. Colin Kaepernick holds all time and playoff. Dude, your obviously. boys have been fun to watch. Losing and all, man. There's been something Dude, about them, man. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, like, I can't. I, I, I'll say the same thing, bro. It, it, the last few weeks, even though they've they, they've lost, man, it's like they have been, man. It's been they've been been fun to watch. They haven't learned how to finish and win yet. And you figure that'll come in a season or two, like. Uh, um, Hopefully. Maturity. But, dude, but they are dropping dudes like crazy, man. They they just dropping another defensive guy now. Like the Injury? third the third guy. No, no, no. Like just, just cut it. Cut it. Oh, there's a they're trading. They traded two like, they traded two guys, cut another guy. So uh the the new coach, the new GM, they definitely have a plan in place. I have no idea what it is. Um, it's interesting because they're moving away from those defensive guys. Remember we were talking yeah. here about how the Bears are just known to be like a defensive, like just defensive and running and running yeah. and and the new regime appears to be cutting these defensive guys and going which man honestly you put up 30 to 40 in an NFL game you should win and they haven't been and so haven't been winning the last, and they've been putting the last, up the last week they put in they put in 30 plus they have to be averaging over the last three weeks like the most or at least up there in the top three or four of most points in the NFL. Yeah. And they're and losing the, their games. Justin feels like in the last five games and I'm I'm, probably, I'm making this number wrong but He's somewhere between five to six hundred yards rushing for as a quarterback. Wow, which is fucking. Which I crazy. think that's him just finally letting loose and going. Maybe not worrying, not overthinking about the I have to be a passer. Right, and then because I think for him is he's I've seen him throw where I'm like, oh, you're talented enough arm wise. I think once people start respecting the throw, then the or the run, those opening, the, the, those throwing lanes start to open up a right. little bit and hope you know help yeah, because you capitalize. Make, you make you make the linebacker stay in to spy. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's there's one less guy in coverage. One less guy in coverage. Yeah, man. I think I don't know. Is the U.S. telling that in those first three weeks, even when they were scoring ten, I'm like, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about them that's interesting to watch right now, even yeah. when they're not scoring. I was like, I I don't, and I obviously certainly didn't see this coming, but I'm like, I can't turn away, even when they were scoring ten. I'm like, there's something interesting about them yeah. that I I couldn't figure out, and now I'm like, oh shit, man, now they're scoring, and you're like. Fuck, they're a fun watch, man, because every time they get the ball, you're like, the Bears, it used to be like, here's the punt, and, you know, five, six plays. 
<laughs> and now you're three, like three and yeah, out, three and out. And then you're just now you're like, holy shit! Like these guys are gonna they're gonna score, but they're also gonna so they get into shootouts. Is what's yep. happening, man? It's and they're fun. They're yeah, fun no, to watch, man. Dude, did you see the Vikings game? Vikings and Bills. Oh my god! Dude, there, there was a few games this weekend that were just insane. That dude, I was watching. Was I was watching the Titans nuts. and that, and I found myself going like watching that Vikings, like especially at the end. At so the I end, started yeah, really crazy. tuning in at the end. And then when the Vikings had that fourth and go to go, I was just like, "Well, how about the fourth and 18 when he throws that shit and the dude goes up and grabs it with one hand?" One hand. It was like it gave me Eli Manning, um, Super Bowl, like, yes, like vibes like that. I know they kept showing the OBJ catch, but I'm like, no. But this one, I was... immediately thought of the Eli with with, with uh, 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 David Tyree play. Yep. Like I was like, wow, man, what a series! What, the overtime was amazing. Like everything. What a game. The NFL this year has been so, I think it's also so open. Like, you just don't know where it's going. Like, obviously, Kansas City's good. Buffalo's good. But there's something about but it that's still so open. Right. They that's can, the thing. They've man. all shown weakness. Everybody's showing weakness. Exactly. And so it's just been like a fun watch right now. And I'm going, and the teams that were kind of shitty, because I go, here comes Tampa. Like, here comes, you know, like these teams. I always say after week six is when you start to find out yeah. what teams are made of. And so now you're going like, okay, here, like Buffalo can be beat. Uh, Minnesota, you go, yeah, they beat this team, but they they showed some weaknesses too. Like Minnesota doesn't convince me all the way yet. Philly, I'm like, okay, undefeated, but you just lost to to, to the Commanders. Like, there's something there. Did they lose that game. I was they watching. Lost, that. They man. lost it, right? They lost. Okay. So you're like, dude, I like the dude from Washington, man. The Heineke kid. Yeah, dude, he's a fun watch. Yeah, yeah talk he's about fun, fun man. He's fun, man. He's got like a swagger to him. Where yep. I'm like, I like watching him. Yeah. Like I'm like, I know that he's limited. But I like watching him. I'm yeah. like, he's fun. There's a swagger there where I'm like, it's, it's, and it's what the NFL is. It's great television. Like, it's great television. I'm yeah. like, I like watching him. Like, and it's supposed to be great television. I, yeah, man, that, that kid. So they're, so they're selling that team. Yeah, dude, which is, when was the last NFL team that sold? I can't remember any. Maybe Jacksonville, I do remember like a few years back, but. Fuck, I don't remember, man. And then, the yeah. That's what I remember was Washington. I remember when Dan Snyder picked, uh, bought them. And that was with, like a decade ago, right? Maybe? Probably more, maybe more. Yeah, yeah. More. So because you don't sell NFL teams, right, right, man? But this whole thing with him and and the 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 culture and all of the shit that they've been under um, scrutiny for, so they're looking at selling them, and then Jeff Bezos and Jay Z, yeah, are two like potential buyers. This week, I think that uh, Matthew McConaughey. Really? Just kind of join. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just kind of joined in. Um, Kevin Durant has expressed interest in kind of joining that as well. And Durant's uh, from D.C., so that makes sense. Yeah. None of the rest of those guys have ties to D.C., but. Yeah, I was surprised with um, with McConaughey, but. Me too. I know, I know he's, a, he's, a, he's a big sports guy. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Longhorn, so as a Longhorn yep. fan, you see him all the time, and he's awesome, like, at Longhorn's game. Even when they suck, he's so positive to them, like, yeah. he gives speeches to the team all the time. Um, Man, how interesting with that. And I think, it's funny, man, I think this is the future of sports ownership is going to be these tech and and you know like the hip hop community and and uh, acting and all like you know before it was like these guys that you had no idea how you to don't know pitch. who they are yeah. yeah you know they oh like he's an oil like person or right. like, or, or a shipping and you're like shipping and you're just like <laughs> you're like Steinbrenner's like oh he was shipping and you're like or build ships or something like that like George really? Steinbrenner I think is like building ships or something it was something where you're like yeah that's not a thing anymore you know it's right, like right, <laughs> right. stuff like that where you're just like. Yeah, man, you're a gajillionaire from that. But I feel like this is going to be cool because 
if this happens and the NFL has their stupid rules and 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 the owners have to vote on letting people in so it is yep. like a good old boys club and Absolutely. you have to sort of, so I do hope that even like two or three of these guys get in because I think it changes the face of sports and the ownership and you know like Gary V is one of these guys who wants to own a team one day and but you're like they would never let one of these guys in like even if Jay and Bezos had that cash like or Elon Musk you think about these owners having a vote to at least because Mark Cuban is still considered like I was gonna say I was gonna just say him man like he was the first guy that was just like oh shit look a cool owner dude he's a maverick which is which is like ironic right because his oh, team yeah, is the Dallas right. Mavericks but he was a maverick in the sense of like no just shut the fuck up and sit in your box and Mark Cuban was the first owner that was like no nah, I'm sitting courtside and I'm right. talking shit and I'm cheering and I'm high fiving players and I'm you know I'm yelling at refs and I'm do- like I'm like yeah, yeah. love it and I'm like I, I think. As a sports fan, I think seeing an owner like that gives you this feeling that like, oh, you're not like doing he gives this. a shit. You give a shit. Like yeah, and, I, and that's bro. what we want, right? Yeah. Like, like we don't have we're not making money because our team wins. We just want the satisfaction of our team winning. Like we want that there the emotion behind it. And I think we want an owner, which is why I like, you know, as a Yankee fan, I remember people would knock him like, Oh, they're buying titles. I go, Yeah, but every sports fan wants your guy to put winning above all else and george steinbrenner put winning above all else because he wasn't even the richest owner in baseball he was like top 10 maybe i think he was ranked 10 or 11 right and i remember people at the time like oh they just have more money than everybody i'm like that's not even close he just gives a fuck like he just wants to win at all costs and yeah. i'm like don't you want your owner to win at all costs or want to right because at sucks. least want to right. yeah, dude because listen we live in orlando it's fucking rough watching the orlando <laughs> magic because you're like do you guys care about winning <laughs> because they never like, Dude, they're actually that the team this year. It's if, great if you get a chance, man. They're no, they're, they're interesting to watch. They're awesome. But yeah. here's the thing: three years from now, all those guys are leaving because someone else is going to pay them. Mm, like, yeah. and that's the thing about the magic is I go, yeah, yeah, we're going to develop these players. But when it comes time to pay Bonchero, when it comes time to pay these guys, they're going to go, nah, fuck that. I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to go to Miami. I'm going to go like, yeah, we don't. Uh, it, it's like they don't invest in winning above all else. I, I never felt that way other than that team where they had with, with like Dwight Richard, like for a very small window. Yeah. And then they lost that team because I think they almost overspent on things that they didn't need to. But they're, I don't know, man. That was when the hockey guy was there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so they, like, yeah, it was just bizarre. Like, I love when you get sports teams about guys who are just passionate and it's not about, like, running a business. It's like, yeah, I get it. You don't want to go broke. But I want you to want to win. Like, I love that passion behind it. So, And I wonder if these guys, like... Bezos and Jay-Z, like, obviously, these guys want to at least, like, make some money off of this, but do they put winning above all else? Do they put culture? Do they put, like, ingenuity, you know, in sports? Right. Like, give me a new experience. Give me something and I've actually, never had. man, I think that you, you would hope from those two guys that they've done well enough in their main careers that this is the fun. Right. This is the hobby. Yeah. This is the, like, like dude, imagine Bezos and you got fucking drones dropping off your hot dog and shit in the middle of the stadium, bro. <laughs> oh, man. The music dude, that, club. that's coming. You see the fucking blimp? Yeah, dude. With the dispersing. There's like a, there's like, he's, he has like this blimp the coming blimp out. The blimp is throwing out it's other throwing drones, out right? drones. Bro, yeah. this shit is something out of the, like, some steampunk, <laughs> like, a movie, I I don't I can't wait till that shit goes down. So like seeing somebody like him, I go, what can you do? Because I do remember Mark Cuban when Mark Cuban came in to go back to him, is he was like, no, we got to make the locker rooms dope, yep, and we got to make the airplane dope, and we got to make, and he made their airplane was like super decked out. It was like this big ass seven forty seven, and he made it like super cool, and then he made the locker room super cool. He's like, nah, throw some playstations in that bitch and some ping pong tables. 
I don't think people remember he started that shit. Now every college team has an amazing facility. Every pro team has an amazing facility, except for the Cleveland Browns or the Bengals. Like everybody else. <laughs> anybody has in Ohio. Club. Yeah. Anybody in Ohio don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of these guys put all this money into these facilities. Mark Cuban was like the pioneer of if your players feel good, they'll do good. They'll right. do all this stuff. Like you gotta make them comfortable. You know, like I, I'm like, he changed that around. It's normal to us now, but it wasn't when Mark Cuban took over. And so I'm excited, man, to see like what a Bezos and a McConaughey and a Jay and all like that yeah, I hope awesome. I hope they get approved, man, and, and the good old boys club lets them in, man. I'm hoping Bezos is white enough that they'll just be like, and McConaughey, yeah. you know, McConaughey has guns, let him in. He's like, he'll <laughs> <laughs> he's got guns in a twang let us in <laughs> alright man I know we're getting low on time here let me hit you off with this one thing man I, I read this thing this week uh, let, me, let me find it here uh, it, it was a post by uh, Sahil Bloom he's on Instagram um, you guys can follow him if you want to but he's talked about um, some data around who you spend your time with okay okay and so he's there's and so there's a, there's a few things here so the first one is like parents and siblings it peaks in childhood and declines after 20 so pay attention folks okay so parents and siblings right peaks the, the time that you spend with them peak in childhood but after you turn 20 it just it just is a, a slow like a slow decline falls off okay yep makes sense okay yeah absolutely time spent with friends peaks at 18s at sorry at 18 and declines sharply to a low baseline okay um time spent with your partner trends upward until death Oh wow! I can okay. see that because you're staying home more, right? The older you get, yeah, you retire. You yeah. okay? Okay. So you spend a lot of time with of these time. people, right? Okay. Time spent with children peaks in your thirties and declines sharply thereafter. In your th- like children in general, or I your children? No, so with time with with, with your children. Okay. So and and I would imagine this this is this is based on when people typically have children. Like I didn't have children until I was thirty three. Was my oh, first child. This isn't like okay. I see what you're saying. So in your thirties, in, in, yeah. It's like for you yourself. Got it. Okay. 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 So if you have children in your you know in your twenties, then the time peaks in sometime in your thirties, and then it sharply declines thereafter. I can see that right now. Like I feel like I'm peak like that. Yep. Yeah. 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 Then you got time spent with coworkers. Steady during your prime working years from 20 to 60. Okay. All right. It's kind of a force. Yeah, it is forced. <laughs> um, time spent alone steadily increases throughout your life. Really? Yeah. I guess because people start to fall off. Like you said, coworkers start right. to fall off. Kids go to college. Yep. Like, uh, okay. Okay. So, so here was his summary. I thought this was really cool. So listen up, people. Family time is limited. So cherish it. Friend time is limited. So prioritize the real ones. Partner time is significant. So don't settle. Yeah. Children time is precious. So be present. Yep. Coworker time is significant. So find the people that give you energy. Alone time 
is highest. So love yourself. That's so true, man. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then if you can't spend time with yourself, you can't spend time with other people. But also, oh I also, you know, there's that saying, like, you are who you surround yourself with. Yep. And so, like, that, you know, like you said, like, you surround yourself with good coworkers. You surround yourself with, like, you know, a good partner. You surround yourself with, you know, your kids. Hopefully, you mold them into good people that people yep. want to be around. Um, because I wholeheartedly believe that you are who you surround yourself with. Like, if you surround yourself with trash individuals, like, yep. whether they be friends or family or whatever, like, you're generally... You may not be a trash person, but you're not necessarily going to accomplish much. Right. Like your, even your your ability to excel. Right? Correct. Will, you're right. That's a, that's a perfect way to describe it. Your ability to excel is is will be limited. Decline. Right. Very right. limited because you're surrounding yourself with people who are holding you back. Yeah. 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 Wow. So on that, people, take care of yourself. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.